all thank the Lord for all his love. Thank God for, for his love. Thank him for uh, 2020 has been a great year. Uh, and today is the last, actually, this is the last, um, it's going to be the last day and it's going to be our last Bible study for the year. Uh, thank you very much, everybody, for uh, always joining in uh, throughout the year. Uh, we started the video one uh, in the course of the year. So thank you very much for your feedbacks. Uh, we had a feedback section. Uh, and that's what's made us. Okay. So that's what made us to um, agree to to uh, turn the uh, the study into into a, a video. Uh, so thank you for your feedbacks. Uh, we're still trying to uh, get our hands on a few things. So just bear with us. Thank you. So let's say a word of prayer, Father, in the name of Jesus, and thank you for this time. Lord, as we go into your study today, we ask that your presence will be with us, you teach us yourselves, in the name of Jesus. Thank you for an amazing year. We thank you that when the world will be greater and better. Thank you, Father. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. So thank you very much, sirs, Amas, for... Always, uh, always being with us and always tuning in. Uh, we welcome our Facebook, uh, Facebook viewers. Thank you for always, always coming in. Uh, so, like I always say weekly, we put this on the podcast. Uh, we have a podcast uh, uh, on any of your favorite podcasts. Just search for Toby Topo Dada. Uh, you're gonna get. So yeah, it's, it's on, your, on the audio of our lessons are always, always on our podcasts. So thank you very much. So let's go. Uh, Acts chapter 11. Uh, last week we treated chapter 10. And it was about uh, Peter uh, going to the house of Cornelius. And the high point there for me was uh, while Peter was preaching, that was when the Holy Spirit uh, came down. While he was preaching, while he was actually telling a story, he was actually telling a story of, how Jesus of Nazareth uh, came and what he promised and this and that. And before you know it, the Holy Spirit came on, <laughs> on them. And, and I think that's really, really uh, uh, significant. Like my tongue should be anointed. And like we prayed last week, that even if it is uh, in the next couple of years that people are going to listen to the, either the audio or see uh, uh, the video of that teaching, will receive the Holy Spirit. Uh, I mean, it was, it was just a high point. So, um, immediately after that, uh, after Peter had gone to the house of Cornelius, remember Cornelius was a Gentile, uh, and Peter had to tell, remind him of a story, had to bring uh, Jesus into the context, and things like that. Uh, so, now, Peter leaving that place because some of the brethren followed him who were Jews, followed him to actually, I don't know, maybe to see what's, what's actually going to happen here. Okay, so now, if you're seeing the screen, I'm reading the NLT, uh, and the title here uh, on my screen, uh, the New Living Translation has the title before the first verse of chapter 11, Peter explains his action. Now, you can understand um, the, the, the 
kind of a fix Peter is in this place as a leader. I mean, as leaders, we, we understand ourselves and we understand that there are times that uh, we may want to do something. We may have, a, we may have um, an intention, a pure intention to do some things. And we may have to, after doing those things, have to go and explain. I mean, why would Peter explain his action to, to the church? I mean, we went for everyone. It's like uh, for those of us who are uh, familiar with Lagos, uh, Southwest Nigeria, uh, we have some uh, places we call ghettos. Uh, so imagine if, as a pastor, you went to lead evangelism in a ghetto like some ghettos that are common in Lagos, and you came to church, and you have to defend your action. Why did you go and preach the gospel to those people. I mean, those ones should not hear the gospel. That is the kind of a position uh, Peter was at this point. So soon the news reached the apostles and other believers in Judea that the Gentiles has received the word of God. Not that the Gentiles has received the Holy Spirit. So there have been gossipers from, from time immemorial. I mean, they, they went to tell them they didn't tell them that the the the, the, the gospel. I mean that the the we the disciple. I mean these guys uh, have received the Holy Spirit. News reached, so they have been rumor carriers, news carriers since forever. And I mean this is just this is just to encourage someone if that if they are spreading rumors about you. I mean calm down, bro. But they be coming down because it's 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 it's. Is it's not news. I mean, look at this. Uh, the news has spread fast. So news re soon reached uh, the apostles and other believers. Ah, come and see what this guy is doing. You no, know? but when Peter arrived back in Jerusalem, so before Peter got to Jerusalem, <laughs> these guys have been there before him. They've, ah, so they've told him, "God, this has spread. Only God knows who." Maybe. I mean, for the person to have access to the apostles is likely to be among the team Peter took there. I mean, it's just likely to be among the team. So if you have someone in your team gossiping or spreading news about you, uh, it has been since the beginning of, of time. So verse 2, but when Peter arrived back in Jerusalem, the, the Jewish believers criticized him. Ah, gosh. The church, the church too is the church. The early church actually witnessed uh, what some of us are witnessing in this in this new generation church. May I will you criticize someone for preaching by the church? No, this is not persecution by the uh, uh, chief priests or the Judaizers or the, the Jewish guys now, but the believers, the fellow Christians, criticized them. You enter. Look at the criticism. You enter the home of Gentiles even ate with them. Wait a minute. But Jesus did the same thing. Jesus spoke with the woman at the well who is a Samaritan who are not, the Jews are not supposed to relate with Samaritans. Jesus ate with several uh, sinners. So now the believers in Jesus are criticizing the follower of Jesus for doing what Jesus did before he even gave this explanation or whatever, but they were criticizing him for entering the home of a Gentile and even eating with them. And these guys have received the Holy Spirit. 
So it shows that even when you receive the Holy Spirit, that's something that the church these days don't um, focus on. When people receive the Holy Spirit, it is not automatic that they stop or they, 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 they outgrow what they've been doing before. It is not automatic. Some people are going to need a bit of um, some people are going to need a, a bit of 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 monitoring. Some people are going to need a bit of of, of uh, a lot of things that people are going to need. So it's not just going to be it's not just going to be you. Uh, they just overcome what they've been doing before. Oh, don't you have the Holy Spirit? Are you sure you don't have you have the Holy Spirit? If you are sure you have the Holy Spirit, you don't have been doing this. Well, these guys have received the Holy Spirit and they are criticizing someone for doing what Jesus did because their Jewish cultures, their mindset was that in according to our Jewish tradition, we're not supposed to eat or even enter the houses of these people. Then Peter told them exactly what had happened. I was in Joppa. Uh, he said, while I was praying, I went into a trance, I saw a vision, something like a large sheet, let down by the by its four corners from the sky came right down to me. When I looked inside the sheet, I saw all sorts of tame and wild animals, reptiles and birds. And I heard a voice. And I heard a voice say, "Get up, Peter, kill and eat." No, Lord, I replied, "I have never eaten anything that our Jewish laws have declared impure or unclean." But the voice from heaven spoke again: "Do not call something unclean if God has made it clean." This happened three times before the sheet and it contained, and all it contained put, was put back into heaven. Just then, three men who had sent, so we, we know this story because that was what we did last week. So now for Peter to actually have repeated this story means that he got the message. This is just to prove, because uh, I said last week that there was no replacement. It's not as if, uh, yes, Peter though, didn't kill and eat what the, what the Lord uh, what the angel uh, brought, but he also he actually got the message. So, and you see some things that it wasn't that uh, Peter refused to preach to Gentiles. That was why Paul was chosen. Uh, even me, I've, I've, I've once preached that message, but I think uh, I don't think that was it. Because let's look at it together. So uh, he talked about how the three men came, um, and the Holy Spirit told him to follow them. Uh, okay, verse. Verse 15, let's just go to verse 15. As I was, as I, I, as I began to speak, Peter continued, the Holy Spirit fell on them, just as it fell on us at the beginning. Then I thought of the Lord's word when he said, John baptized with water, but you will be baptized with the Holy Spirit. And since God gave these Gentiles the same gift he gave us when we believed in the Lord Jesus Christ, who was I to stand in God's ways? Now, this lovely explanation, uh, but look at the reaction of the church. When the others heard this, they stopped objecting. That is, this is the humility we don't have in some of us these days. Because we maintained a, a point of view. That point, that or any other point of view must be wrong forever. Now, when they heard his own explanation, pam, objection stopped. It's this began to praise God. So that's one thing we should learn. It's it's one thing to object or when we feel, oh, someone should have done something uh, better. It's another thing 
to say, okay, when we now heard, oh, this is the reason why this was done. This was the reason why this happened. They changed immediately and started praising God. So these are some of the things that I feel uh, the church uh, uh, need to actually understand. These are some of the things that we should learn from this, uh, from the early church. These are some of the things that we actually should learn. So uh, let's go on. Uh, they said, we can see that God has also given the Gentiles the privilege of repenting from their sins and receiving eternal life. End of story. So, church, if I may, please let us let us uh, let us stop this attitude of of trying to think uh, we must be right. And if a, a superior argument comes up, it can never be right forever and ever. Okay, so now let's go to the church uh, in Syria. I'm sorry, the church in uh, in Antioch. Okay. Meanwhile, the believers who had, who, who had been scattered during the persecution after Stephen's death traveled as far as uh, Phoenicia, Cyprus, and Antioch of Syria. They preached the word of God, but only to the Jews. So these people still haven't gotten the memo. So we really, really may not blame Peter for a number of things that we've seen that happened. Uh, we really may not blame him. This is, uh, this is, this is, this is what they've been used to all their life. This is their, this is their tradition and it is very, we can see that it is very heavy in them. So even though the persecution was for them to take the word of God to Samaria, to Judea, to the most part of the world. So they went, they went as far as Syria. Um, and Syria is in now in, is in uh, these days, uh, what we call Assyria. And I, I think, yeah, it's not the Syria of, of, of the country. I think it's going to be around Iran, uh, just in the Middle East. So the, these guys were probably Arabs. The people that they, were, they didn't preach to were probably Arabs. So, however, some believers went to Antioch from Cyprus. Watch this. And Cyrene and began preaching to the Gentiles about the Lord Jesus. You know, I said something that a lot of people, I think I said it at the beginning, that a lot of people did a lot of great, great work in terms of preaching to the Gentiles, only that their books were not canonized. That's why we, 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 those of us who are Pauline scholars have the opinion that, yeah, Paul did, yeah, Paul did immense work, he mentored in built churches, but a lot of people also were witnessing to. To, uh, to Gentiles. This is one of it. So the power of the Lord was with them and a large number of Gentiles believed and turned to the Lord. When the church at Jerusalem heard what had happened, they sent Barnabas to Antioch. Now, in, in all fairness this, to, this, uh, to this, this set of people, they were well organized. I mean, the headquarters heard this is happening in our branches. They sent someone to go and check on. They were happy. And when he arrived, he saw evidences, evidence of God's blessings. He was filled with joy. Uh, he encouraged the believers to stay true to the Lord. I mean, this, this is just a typical church encouragement, lovely one. Uh, Barnabas was a good man. 
Now remember that Barnabas's name, Barnabas's original name was uh, Judas. Yes, Judas. His nickname is Barnabas, and his nickname the nickname means uh, son of encouragement. Uh, so let, let me see. Let's 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 go to Bible Works. Let me see uh, if if Bible Works is going to give us um, some more um, some more verse twenty four. Some more uh, deep insight, or they are about the, the Greek uh, original Greek translation. Let's go to 24. 24. Okay, 23. I want to see. I want to see that name, Barnabas. Barnabas, surname of Joseph. Yeah, the surname of Joseph. Although, okay, this is telling us the surname, but uh, when we read a few chapters earlier, it was his nickname. It was a Levite. Uh, okay. No, they didn't tell us here. Uh, okay, let's go back to because uh, it was said to be son of encouragement. That's the meaning of Barnabas. So now the Bible is 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 taking a pause to tell us again about. I mean, look at to pause because it was compared like we read, we saw in Bible works. Was a companion, was Paul's companion. So look at works with him. So look at to pause and also repeat some of the qualities of Barnabas. He was a good man, full of the spirit, strong in faith, and many people were brought to the Lord. Then Barnabas went to Tarsus to look for Saul. Now, about two studies ago, we said that uh, Saul, it wasn't at conversion, he changed to Paul. Saul is just a Hebrew name, and Paul is a, is a Greek translation. But because so that it could be, it could associate well with the with the Greek speaking Christians, with the Gentiles. So he, he decided to be bearing the Greek translation of his name. So here he's been preaching, he's been doing everything. With, the Bible still referred to him as Saul. So Barnabas went to Tarsus and looked for Saul. When he found him, uh, he brought him back to Antioch. Both of them stayed there with the church for a full year, teaching large crowds. Uh, of people. So this was not just a rush job. It's not as if for one full year, they were teaching, uh, teaching large crowds of people. Uh, it was at Antioch that the believers were first called Christians. Okay, let me check Bible works. I think there's something that we're going to gain uh, from these in Bible works. Okay, 26. Okay, so what's Christians? Because let's look at the Greek. Okay. Christian knows, follower of Christ. So Christ, Christian knows, Christian knows. So that's that's the real, I mean, so let's just quickly, let's just finish uh, very soon. Uh, okay, so verse 27, and in, and in these days, in these days came prophets from Jerusalem unto Antioch, and there stood one of them by the name Agabus. So, Okay, let, let's, of course, I want to talk about prophecy in the New Testament because a lot of people don't, we, uh, we play down on, on the prophet, prophetic part of the New Testament. We will always look at the prophets of the Old Testament. So, Agabus, and signified by the Spirit that there, were, there should be a great dearth throughout all the world. Okay, let's read, let me read the NLT here. Where is NLT? Okay, one of them named Agabus stood up in one of the meetings predicted by the spirit that 
a great famine was coming upon the entire Roman world. This was fulfilled during the reign of Claudius. Okay, watch this. So believers in Antioch decided to send relief to the brothers and sisters in Judea, everyone giving as much as they could. So now a prophet predicted something. It was not a, 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 a you know, these days predictions uh, or, or prophet, prophetic words uh, uh, are more or less like fear, fear mongering or to show, I want to show, yes, that God is speaking to me. Uh, rather than a solution birthing exercise. Uh, and that's that's really one of the challenges we have in the church these days. Uh, it's just like fear. You want all the person uh, want to show that, yes, I want to tell you that, yes, God speaks to me and I can hear the word of God. I can hear the prophecy of God well and things like that. And, and, and it's scary to me. It's, it's very scary. That's not prophet. That's not prophecy. That's not the prophetic office. It's not. It's a solution. Look at it. It gave a, 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 a prediction. There's going to be famine, not because the government is bad. You know, not because <laughs> there's going to be famine. There's going to be famine. Uh, we're going to be. We're going to see other prophetic uh, utterances in the book, and we'll see some of the mistakes some of them made. And look at it. The believers gave. The believers gave as much as they could, not as little as they could. They, they, they gave as much as they could according to his ability. Wow, this is to be well off as means. So it is not that's the ability here. It's not, it's not, it's not because they didn't give few things, they gave as much as they could. And and well, God will help us in, in the church these days. Uh because when we want to talk about giving, everybody runs away. Everybody uh, uh, keeps quiet. And let me just read the last verse. I'll come back to the, that verse 29. Uh, this they did, entrusting their gifts to Barnabas and Saul to take to the elders of the church in Jerusalem. Now, look at entrusting the word. Okay, let me, let me see what's, let me see what Bible works called that. In entrusting the word, we did it, sent it to the, by the hands of so by the help or agency of anyone. So they acted, the, the, uh, the, uh, uh, Paul and Barnabas, uh, Saul and Barnabas, Saul at this time, acted like agents, like, like uh, what are these mobile money agents, right? <laughs> this, that you give money to send to you. Because a lot of us trust those mobile money agents more than we trust our pastors. And it's scary. It's scary, honestly. We trust our, our we we'll trust the mobile money agents. We we'll trust the bank. Then <laughs> we we'll trust pastors. Then we we'll trust our leaders, our pastors. So uh, it is it is quite scary. Uh, let me let me use that word. It is quite scary. And of course, uh, we may not. Should we blame them? Should we blame the people that don't trust the pastors? Possibly. Just possibly, because they have seen, or it's a reaction to something. They have seen that uh, uh, the, the, the pastor probably uh, uh, has, has, has made them, you know, early the pastors has, has made them, uh, has shown them a little bit of pepper. Let me use that word. Probably the pastor has, 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 has disappointed them. 
possibly they've, they've met, they've, they, they, uh, it was not, it was not sincere enough uh, 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 about some things, just maybe. So we that are leaders, are pastors, when, when people, when we are entrusted, uh, uh, when, when things are entrusted in our hands, uh, let's not betray the trust of people. Uh, that's that's just let's let's let us not betray the trust of people. People when they trust us, let's let just let just let just take their trust and not and not betray the trust. Uh, God will help us in Jesus' name. But yeah, the church gave. Uh, how much are you giving to people in need? There's something going on in Nigeria. The the, the, the Boko Haram war had been for for ages, and well, some of us have sent relief materials down. But those are things we can do. A lot of people are, 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 have lost their source of livelihood because of COVID uh, that is ravaging the world. Send relief materials. Give. Let's just, let's, especially this season uh, of the end of the year, let's give uh, as much as we can. God bless you in Jesus' name. That's where we're going to stop for tonight. Uh, thank you for always tuning in. Thank you for joining on, on Zoom and also on Facebook. Please type your questions if you have any questions so that we can quickly take them before we say the closing prayers and close for the year. So please type your questions. Let me have your questions either on Zoom or on Facebook. Okay, do we have any question? Okay. Okay. In the absence of any question, thank you very much for today. Uh, thank you for always uh, being. Uh, thank you for the year. Actually, thank you so much. I really do appreciate. Uh, yes, uh, yeah, our, uh, I really do appreciate us. I appreciate uh, always joining. Uh, those of us who are always joining. Uh, thank, those you very much. Much. thank you very much. Bless you. Bless you. Bless you. Thank you so much. Bye. Bye.